It's no secret. We have a very interesting relationship with DC movies here on the Review Review. And it just so happens there's a new one out. One that uh, hasn't been getting the worst reviews ever, as opposed to the other ones that have come out before. But also didn't make that much money. Of course, we're talking about Birds of Prey and the fantabulous Emancipation of the One Harley Quinn. That's all one title. We're talking about it. We're talking about Harley Quinn. We're talking about Birds of Prey. We're talking about DC movies. And they finally get it right. Are they going in the right direction? Troy, are they going in the right direction? Find out. Find out! <laughs> Troy broke the rule to tell you to find out on a very we're breaking up edition of the review review we're on a break we're on a break we're on a break <laughs> disappointed that line was not in the movie <laughs> That's the only time the Joker shows up. It's just to show but up. It is just, David Schwimmer. Just to show up as David Schwimmer. <laughs> We're on a break! Oh my god. I would die if that was in the movie. David Schwimmer as the Joker just to say we're on a break. And then to not show up again in the rest of the movie. Just yeah. as like a non sequitur. Not even like canon. Just like a little over yeah. a side here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big breaking opinions. I'm trying to the max extreme. I'm a delicious succulent breakfast sandwich. <laughs> oh my gosh. Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey, colon, Emancipation <laughs> Proclamation of Harley Quinn, colon, colon, Breakfast Sandwich. Breakfast Sandwich movie is out. <laughs> it's out it's and out. about. It's ready. For our review. Not yet. Not yet. But we're getting there. We still have plenty to talk about before that. Plenty to talk about. That's top of the hour, babe. That's top of the hour. Not now. Not now. Not Look at the clock, asshole. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm coming in hot. Yeah, very hot. Guns blazing. Hotter than an egg sandwich. Hot barrels. <laughs> Hotter than a number 32. That's, Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you take a number 32 after <laughs> what she says is all on that shit. Oy, oy, oy. Why don't we drump? Drump? Why don't we do drump? <laughs> Why don't we dump right into some news? How about that? Okay. Okay. Uh, so apparently Aladdin it did better than we thought. Yeah. Uh, it didn't do... I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it did bad at all it made a pretty decent showing yeah at the box office veiny speechless veiny speechless <laughs> uh that is <laughs> <laughs> that has made it so aladdin 2 is now going to be in the works the live action oh my god one of course uh but Will i'll also... it be king of thieves aladdin oh that's a good question it, probably not, because I also read this further down in the article. Yeah. It's not basing any of it on the animated animated sequels. Oh. So Jafar may not be returning. Oh, or no. Thieving may not be returning. 
Son of a bitch. But I would love to see Aladdin's dad, played by John Rhys Davies. <laughs> and get they, your ass out here. They get on a big turtle and yep. they turn everything to gold. Yep. And there's forty thieves. It it apparently turns the entire world to gold, but it doesn't. Not. Nah, it just stops. Anything it touches, yeah, it just kind of gives up after a little bit. It definitely did drown the shit out of that turtle, though. It did. It that sunk that thing dead. to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. That thing is never coming back up. After forever. the genie spent like a good portion of it tickling its tonsils, <laughs> it then sunk to the bottom of the ocean to die. <laughs> it's a very dour, bittersweet <laughs> ending. That turtle gets fucked. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the only one of its kind. Yeah. Uh, with a big city so shell. So it's extinct. It's now extinct. Aladdin Way to go, just Aladdin. killed a species. You fucking murderer. <laughs> anyway, the movie probably Piece isn't going to do that. So no. he, can, he can escape a little yeah. bit of turtle murder. So all you, yeah, all you turtle lovers, don't be don't be scared. Watch, he probably throws a plastic straw in the ocean. So he's going to fucking kill a turtle anyway, right? You son of a bitch. Killing turtles. Anyway, Aladdin 2 is going to happen. Aladdin 2, they're going to kill turtles in it. <laughs> turtle murder. <laughs> Uh, JT, have you been a fan of the James Bond songs of the recent years? Yeah. It's always fun to see what they come out with. Yeah. I was very pleased when Chris Cornell did, uh, the Casino Royale one. Yeah. That one's probably still my favorite one. Okay. Skyfall is still pretty Skyfall's good. really good, though. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love the rockiness to... The Chris Cornell one, yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty great. I mean, it's it's pretty great. It's pretty great, and the Skyfall one is also pretty great. You don't like the one from Spectre where it's like that one guy. How do I live? How do I no, <laughs> that one I couldn't even tell you that much of the song. I didn't. I don't know any of it. I even know the Jack White. And Alicia Keys one more than fuck. I barely remember that one's that from one. uh, Quantum, Quantum Solace. Solace. <laughs> uh, and then who did the last one? That was the that was Spectre. That was the... see. I've already forgotten it. I've already forgotten it. Let me look it up. Bad. But I can't yeah, remember what it's called. But uh, I'm find it. Well, I'm bringing this up because Billie Eilish is doing. The newest one, yeah, No Time to Die for James Bond. Did they or, put it? <laughs> that put it out yet? Is gonna actually gonna be dropping the day of this show. <gasps> Two Mighty Menace things Are you dropping on the same day. Me? This podcast first, and then Billy <laughs> Eilish songs second, in that order. So check it out. If you're hearing this, you can also hear that song anytime you want. So check it out sometime. Billie Eilish. I can't find it. Billie Eilish. I'm just keep saying her name until you do find it. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. I don't. Yeah, it's not on. William Eilish. William Eilish. Writings on the Wall by Sam Smith. That's what it's called. Fuck Sam Smith. Standard James Bond fare here. It is very standard Some horns, James Bond fare. Sweeping horns. Get out of here, <laughs> Sam Smith. 
Yeah. Pause it. There you go. I don't know, man. Sam Smith. I like the orchestra. Yeah. Behind him. Very good orchestra. Very great. Sam yeah. Smith, you stink. Oh no. Get out of here. He's heart we know he's a big fan of the show, so. That's right. It's all come down to this. <laughs> you stink, Smith. We just lost You're a phone. hack. We lost all the Sam Smith heads out there. <laughs> good. Who needs your dead weight? Anyway, Billie Eilish. Check it out. Billie, check it out sometime. Uh, I got a little bit of news on that Sonic the Hedgehog movie. That's coming, coming up out this next this week. Um, it actually surprised me because I looked up what it costs to make the movie and yeah. then what it also costs to redo the movie. Yeah. <laughs> $85 million total, and that's with the reshoot. Oh or the my. re not reshoot, but the redo yeah. of Sonic. Yeah. It only costs five million to do the redesign. I mean goes to show they probably set that shit up. Yeah. It it Yeah, that's what it does seem like that. Because <laughs> you would think they would be pushing these animators pretty hard to get it out. Yeah. To replace him in all of these scenes. Yeah. So they intentionally made him shitty in the trailer. Oh my god. Just so they could be like, get all this buzz. It's cahoots, I tell you. That's like the big conspiracy theory right now, is that people are like, oh, I bet they fucking, they did it on purpose, so people start talking about Sonic. Uh, Otherwise no one would give a shit about Sonic. Well, they also have not released it early yet for reviewers. (laughs) That's always a good sign. That's never great. That and that Treasure Island movie... I was just on Twitter and somebody said it's not a great sign that earlier yeah. oh, screenings. Fantasy Island, yeah. Fantasy Island, yeah. Hasn't been. Uh, I know, and I kind of wanted to yet. see Fantasy Island too. That doesn't look too bad. The trailer I saw when seeing Birds of Prey made it look better than the one I saw before. Yeah. Or whatever I saw before. But it looked like really jump scary. Yeah, maybe. Kinda. So I don't know. Either way, none of those have been released for pre-screenings yet. I was just interested in the idea that they're, like, taking, like, this cheesy TV show and then turning it into, like, a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> Making it almost nothing like the original. <laughs> yeah, it's just... I know they're using, like, the same characters, because I think, like, uh... What's-his-name is supposed to be, like, the, uh... Ricardo Montalban. Uh-huh. Okay. In it. In name only? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, also with the, on top of that Sonic thing. So 85 million isn't, um, huge. Yeah. Not huge at all. Not huge. Uh, it would need to make about 170 million to like break even. That's it said, but like Paramount have already taken like pretty big hits this last year. They had, they released that Gemini man that didn't do great. And there was something else that they also put out that it just kind of was like ho-hum. And that, both of those cost more than double of, like, what this box (laughs) office was. So, who knows? Maybe the hype will be enough to get enough people to go see it. I don't know how well it's going to do worldwide. Maybe okay in Japan? I have no idea. China, maybe? Time to put another fucking Transformers movie. I think that's Paramount. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, and I was just like, get more Transformers, because we're losing our ass on everything else that we're making. Uh, I got some Fast and Furious news. Oh my god, I'm on pins and needles. So, 
F9 coming up this year, pretty soon. John Cena. John Cena. Han's back. Han is back. John Cena, brother. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Never been mentioned ever before. Vin Diesel, very humble, decided to start stealing DVD players before he became an international spy. <laughs> John Cena, always an international assassin for whatever reason. Uh, to close out the series, Vin Diesel has said, when we go to make number 10, it's going to be part one and part two. Because they have... <laughs> Horse. <laughs> he has the clout to make it happen, to make that extra billion dollars or whatever Jesus they need to Christ. do. So essentially, there's going to be 11 of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> and not. Fast just 10, ten. One. <laughs> yeah. I hope he makes more than two. <laughs> yeah. Like he makes five sequels to 10. I would love that. Yeah. Fast and Furious 10, 5. <laughs> Fast and Furious 10, 2, but it's the Roman numeral 2, so if it just looks like 11. Or 2 so good, then they start making sequels off of that. <laughs> like, 10, so it's 2, like this 6. this weird family tree. Oh Fast my and Furious God. 10, 2, 6. <laughs> I love that. that. This franchise is getting ridiculous enough where this makes sense. Plus... It's all about family. It branches yep. off like a family tree. There you go. You just follow you in like part two, <laughs> We're still... six. You're just following the Han lineage. Yeah. Oh my We're... God. The story in Fast and Furious 10 2 was so good that we're just carrying on that story I... for six parts. I'm really in this idea. So it's Fast and Furious 10 2 6. <laughs> I think this is hilarious. <laughs> So, what if, like, a movie franchise just did that and yeah. made it the most complicated like thing to follow? Final Fantasy the fuck out of it. <laughs> and it just, like, was so ridiculous. Night-night, Macy. Night, Macy. <laughs> and it just made it so ridiculous to understand and follow that people just, like, didn't care. Yeah. But they kept... <laughs> they just keep just going. Adding numbers and colons and parentheses, other brackets that you have to like follow. I think if anyone anyone were to do this, it would be Vin Diesel, because he's so obsessed with bringing characters back. It's great and bringing back people no one no one even cared about. That's right. <laughs> I would love for part ten, part two, to have John Cena. Has another brother. Yeah. Not Vin Diesel, just John Cena. <laughs> it's a half brother that just happens to not be related to Vin Diesel in any way. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god. Can they get their own spin-off? So then it's yeah. like I don't even know, Cena and Hobbs. <laughs> and Shaw. Cena yeah. and Hobbs and Shaw. Cena, two, Hobbs and Shaw. Part three. Yeah. It'd be like fast ten. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw 2. <laughs> Part 2. Oh my god. Fast Fast 10 colon Hobbs and Shaw 2 colon the Han lineage. Yes. Amazing. Start doing this. Yeah. I'm into colon, it. Colon Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift 2. <laughs> Where you, you bring back fucking what's his name um oh, god damn it uh, not brian yeah not brian <laughs> you bring back guy. not brian to team right. up with hobbs and shaw that's right and just 
John Cena from Nine. Yep. So it'd be F nine colon Hobbs and Shaw two colon Fast and Furious three two <laughs> Oh my god. Brackets of C Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift two I love it. Make it happen. Do it all. Do it all. <laughs> uh, last bit of news I have, JT. Rick Moranis is at it again. Yes. He is coming back. Yes. To the Honey I dot 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 franchise. Honey I did terrible things to our children <laughs> series. Somehow they have not been taken away from me. Uh. But he's back. Now he's got to do it to his grandchildren. He's coming back to acting. Now he's got to fuck up his grandchildren now that his kids are probably all grown. Yeah. Uh, his, one of his kids is going to be played by Josh Gad. He's going to be the grown-up version of his son, who also got into science, who is also going to be shrinking or blowing up kids. <laughs> <laughs> so it all is just trickle-down shrinking. His goddamn family's not learning its lesson. Trickle-down shrinkonomics. Trickle-down. <laughs> Trickle down Shrinkonomics. <laughs> the movie's called Shrunk. Of course. I guess Trickle Down Shrunkonomics. Shrunkonomics. <laughs> so uh, look forward to that coming up very soon. We just recently, oh, semi recently did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, didn't we? For a show? I. Or did I just watch that on my own? <laughs> did we? Yeah, we did do Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Don't know why. Shit. But we did. I, and I. Remember, yeah, because we were doing uh, uh, people getting smaller. Oh, for Ant Man or for something. Ant Man, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's great. God, we we're so smart. We are awesome. <laughs> we're awesome. <laughs> uh, but that's the last bit of news I got. We're, we're so cool. We are firing on all cylinders tonight. We're so I tell fucking you what. cool. Golly. Golly, Jim I just can't Bob. get over the fa- the sequel idea. It's perfect. <laughs> it's an amazing idea. Sequels on sequels? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't even remember what we had going on for Aladdin, but I feel like we were on par with something here. Yeah. On par or not even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about Aladdin killing turtles. Mm. Maybe it was just more of a riff than an idea. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, Troy, Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls fame okay. is going to be starring in the Disney Plus reboot of The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. She's going to be, I'm guessing, the coach. Okay, sounds good. I've never seen Gilmore Girls. Yeah. She was the girlfriend of Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Very good. So her. She's okay. going to be... The coach. The coach. In the Mighty Ducks reboot on Disney Plus. I think it's gonna be a series too. Were you a fan of Mighty Ducks? Was that one of your wheelhouses? Uh, I wasn't so much Mighty Ducks as I was the big green. Mm. I remember I was watching a soc- the big green. I was a soccer player when I was a kid. You were. Uh so yeah. I've seen the Mighty Ducks. Never really it really caught hold to me. Because I at the same time Emilio Estevez, Mighty Ducks guy, <laughs> swear to God. There was an 
a Mighty Ducks animated series. And I remember that because they like rode in a spaceship that shaped like a duck hockey mask. Oh yeah, the cartoon and is fucked. I loved it because I was like six and loved everything. Oh, yeah. And so when I found out that the Mighty Ducks were just hockey players, I was like, this is disappointing. Some bullshit. This is some disappointing shit. <laughs> you said that to your parents. Yeah. I said this to the TV as I turned it off. <laughs> this is some disappointing shit, me as a six-year-old. <laughs> yeah, TV. Yep. <laughs> you stupid-ass TV. Stupid piece of Why shit, Why would you TV? show me this, TV? I'm six. <laughs> I need to look up Mighty Ducks animated series. <laughs> While you do that, I'm going to play more Spectre. <laughs> Mighty Ducks cartoon. Oh, yeah. I remember this. Oh, my God. How many episodes are this? Oh, it's on Disney+. Plus. It is? It is. Holy shit. <laughs> This is Troy's thinking music for every time Troy's looking something up, I'm I, playing this song. I wish it was being filmed so you can just see, like, images of Mighty Ducks just flow by my head. <laughs> just a montage of, like, naked shadows <laughs> and the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> there you go. So I'm going to have this up so every time Troy's thinking of something, I'm playing this song. <laughs> If you wanted to watch it, it's on Disney Plus. There's 26 episodes, only ran for one season. But it's it's up there. Brad Garrett is a voice. Are you fucking kidding me? Tim Curry is a voice. What? Uh, a guy from 90210, a voice. Is it the one that's banging Megan Fox? Ian Ziering? Oh, him? no, that's the guy from uh, Sharknado. Sharknado. Sharknado guy is in this. Jennifer Hale was a voice. I don't know who that is. You would know her to see her. Okay. She, well, maybe not. That helps. She's done a ton of voice acting. <laughs> Canadian. Sam Smith in this? Nah. Sorry. <laughs> Might have to check out one episode to see if Macy likes it. I'm going to hate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, isn't Tailspin on there? I've been kind of... Itching to go back and watch some Tailspin. I don't know. Look it up. Look it up yourself. <sighs> Friendship over. You know what? Also, because Macy's really into um, Toy Story recently, there was also just a Buzz Lightyear of Star Command cartoon. Yeah. Not on Disney+. Plus. Oh, what the fuck? I don't even know where you can find it. What are these picky bastards doing? There were 65 episodes cool of that. shit like that on there. I don't know, it could be awful, for all I know. But, uh... It's probably better than the Mighty Ducks. Probably. What? Now well, they're about the same score. 6.4 <laughs> out of 10, IMDb gives it. 8.1 out of 10, says TV.com. Oh, fuck. Well, they're about? the TV, so they know. They would know. I mean, I called my TV an asshole. <laughs> you called your TV an asshole? Yeah, because it showed me the real Mighty Ducks, and that's not what I wanted. Oh. Stupid-ass TV. That's true. Well, that was your parents' TV, though. That's true. I'm sure different TVs have different personalities. Big old fucking wood TV. <laughs> One of those big box ones. Yeah. It's like a, just a piece of furniture in your house. Yeah. 
Like Mom's... it turns into furniture after it dies. Yeah. <laughs> it just like is always adorned with like a doily and like candles on it or something. Yeah. Or Christmas decorations. My parents had one and then I killed it because I fucking <laughs> shot Windex all over it. <laughs> and it fucking started smoking. So uh. we just bought like a smaller TV and put it on top of that. <laughs> That's what you did. That's what you did. That's what you did in the early 90s yep. when you busted a fucking TV with a Windex. You just put a smaller, just put a smaller cool... TV, put a doily over it and put a smaller TV <laughs> yeah, on top of it. That's right. It works. Yeah. That's how, that's how we did. Mm. That's how you do in the 90s. That's right. <clears throat> that's good water. <laughs> that's good water. That's good water. Uh, Try Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Coming off of that Joker high. Yep. All everyone's throwing awards at him like That's God right. damn. God damn. You played such a good psycho. Played such a good angry man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough angry white people portrayed in movies. <laughs> Thank God that you're had you you gave them a voice. Thank goodness. <laughs> well now he's already got his next project in the works. Cool. And it's gonna be a film by A twenty four. Okay. They always put out good stuff. Mm-hmm. Where uh it's going to involve him being on a road trip. That's all we really know so far. But, apparently, they have the uh, Peter Jackson's uh, special effects team okay. in the works for it. So, whatever road trip it's going to involve, it's going to be pretty out there. Pretty out there. Like Weta? Yeah. Like the people who did like Lord of the Rings? Yeah. My God. Like they're involved with <laughs> this apparent... Joaquin Phoenix road trip movie made by an independent film studio. What? <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. Just that has me intrigued. <laughs> sure. Why not? So we'll see what the fuck it is. <laughs> Great. So there you have it. Uh, Troy Clue. You a fan of Clue? I haven't played a ton of Clue. Did you, do you like the movie Clue? Never seen the movie Clue. It's not bad. Okay. It's got I Tim rem- Curry in it. Very good. So does the Mighty Ducks animated series. There you go. So is Home Alone 2. You can Kevin Bacon that shit. Oh my golly. Golly gee. I remember playing Clue at your house once as a kid and your mom just whooped our asses in it. She did? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I don't know why I hold on to this Maybe memory. Maybe she's a murderer. Maybe. But she like immediately guessed the answer and i'm like this is fucking bullshit <laughs> i i'm a kid you she made my... me go to my room because you said bullshit <laughs> i didn't say bullshit in front of your mom not when i was six that's why i only called the tv <laughs> that's true tvs won't tell on you that's right tvs so, aren't snitches till they are yeah probably the tvs now because they're watching you all the time <laughs> it just it just changes the channel of people your son called me an asshole <laughs> Thanks for telling me, TV. Thanks a lot, TV. (laughs) You fucking rat. (laughs) Fucking rat-ass TV. (laughs) Fucking hate my parents' TV so much. (laughs) See if I watch you again, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Well, anyways, there's going to be a Clue reboot. Clue boot? A Clue boot, uh, which is apparently going to star Ryan Reynolds, because he's apparently not in enough fucking shit. (laughs) Okay. He's got to be in this, too. All right. Being a goofy murderer, maybe? Is he going to be Colonel Mustard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are all the people in Clue? Can you name them? 
we got Mrs. White. She's okay. the maid. Okay. We got uh, Miss Scarlet. She's like the okay. debutante. Okay. Uh, we got Miss Peacock. She's like the nerdy chick. Okay. We have uh, Colonel Mustard. Okay. We got Professor Plum. Okay. And we got... There's a blue one. Is that Peacock? Yeah, I think Peacock's a blue one. Uh, I thought there was one more guy. I don't know. Okay. Is there a like a black? Like Mr. Black? What? Oh, I was going to say, where, where are you going with this? <laughs> Maybe saying a black wasn't great. Because <laughs> you just say there's a Miss White, right? Yeah, there's a Mrs. White. Okay. Yeah, I think... I think Pierre Noir. <laughs> I think that's all of them. Pierre Noir. I don't know. Noir is like black, right? I don't know. People in Clue. Do you think he's going to be a Colonel Mustard? I said Colonel Mustard. I know. I asked you if you think he's going to be him. I don't know. Unless he's like the but Like, Tim Curry was like the made-up character. He was the butler I see. in uh, the movie. I think you got them all. Hell yeah. <laughs> Peacock, White, Mustard, Plum, Scarlet. Nope, they didn't have any other ones. Jesus. Can only play as five people? Wait a minute. There's six on here. What's the one that I missed? White, Scarlet, Peacock, Mustard, Plum. Mr. Green. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest one ever. So yeah. dumb he wasn't even... Li listed in this like plum list of... and green are both like nerds like why the fuck would you have two nerds in your fucking game i didn't even know they were based on colors you just opened my eyes that's probably why i lost fucking bullshit <laughs> that's probably why i lost a clue to your mom god fucking green <laughs> yeah because you forgot about mr green you never even considered him to be a suspect nice nah, so unassuming yeah he's just so forgetful and then he's the one that ends up Doing it all along. Just being a butcher. With a fucking pipe or some bullshit. <laughs> just bludgeoning someone. In the someone conservatory. <laughs> Who has a conservatory? I'm glad that fucker's dead. Just that they kill. I love that this is a game that you could to pick out a murderer. And it's for children. Dude, I, I downloaded Monopoly on my phone. That is the most frustrating fucking game. <laughs> it's not frustrating enough to play with real people, but... To lose against a computer also? Yeah. Well, I'll play with people, like, uh, they have, like, a online multiplayer you can do, but it's, like, the minute you're fucked in that game, you're fucked and you just have to keep playing. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you get to a point where it's, like, I can't win. Yeah. And then it's, like, well, you gotta keep going. Like, oh, fuck. It's, like, watching yourself slowly die. Yeah. That's real life. Why would you want to put you through that yeah. in the game? It's not... Like, there didn't even have an option on there where it's like, I give up. I know I'm not going to fucking win. <laughs> I declare bankruptcy. Yeah, you have to keep playing all the way through. Until you just lose all your money? Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. Yeah. Like, all of your properties are mortgaged and you have, like, $22. But it's like, gotta keep rolling <laughs> till you fucking lose all your shit. <laughs> like, fuck you, Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. Quite a table flipper of a game. Yeah. Monopoly's fucking... It's frustrating as shit. I play the shit out of it, but it's frustrating. Same. There was, like, one summer before I, like, moved out of the house where, like, me and all my brothers got into Monopoly and we would play, like, every day. <laughs> I don't know why, but we did. And we thought we'd just get great at it or something. Oh, dude. Monopoly's so fun when you're, like, winning... Cause it's like you can like see yourself like systematically destroying everyone around you. Uh -huh. 
But that if you're losing, it's like a it's such a slow death <laughs> that you're just like, ah, yeah. just fucking win already. <laughs> it's like, nope, I'm in jail. I gotta wait a couple more space. Like, fuck you. <laughs> yep. Just win. You stupid horse's ass. Fuck Monopoly, man. Oh. It's worse than the game of life. It is. At least, like, game of life, at least you have, like, a, a shot throughout. Yeah. Like, once you get to a certain point Monopoly, like, you're fucked to the point where you can't come back. <laughs> and you just have to keep playing that shit till you lose all your money. It's like a mirror on society, man. <sighs> That's all my news, Troy. <laughs> it's me being frustrated with Monopoly on my phone. <laughs> Uh, well then, is it done? You Troy, think? it's done! Oh my god, it's done. I did, I only watched, uh, oh, I, I, I only watched one trailer. I have, uh, I have three. Oh my god. Oh god. Overachiever. So sorry. Oh my lordy. I, well, let me just get mine out of the way. Alright. And then you just continue on. I have one called The French Disaster. Is okay. that what it's called? Uh, the Wes Anderson one? <laughs> That's the one. Okay. The French... Nah, Dispatch. The French, French Dispatch. Dispatch. Yeah. Um, hot off our Steve Zizou uh, Yep. Wes Anderson's at it again. He's back and at it again. Yeah. Uh, not quite sure what this one's about. I. It looks like an anthology or something. <clears throat> yeah, like uh, told in three parts or something like that. Yeah. The trailer has me curious. Yeah. As, like, many Wes Anderson things do. Yeah. <clears throat> but I have a feeling once I get in it, I'll be like, <laughs> fuck this. This is so droll. <laughs> so I doubt I'm going to see this one until everyone says I need to see it. And then yeah. I'll see it and think exactly what I think I'll stay. Like, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Did you ever, did you get back to us about... Oh, I should check that out. About, uh... He's, I think I thought he said he was going to send in some dispatch Let of uh, what he thought of our review. See. No, he did not. Well, fuck. I know. Jude, what are you doing? The fuck, Jude? Get it together, dude. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Sorry. Nothing. Okay. We do have a little bit of correspondence because we shot out a tweet earlier today. But what about uh, oh, well, that a boot? We'll leave a we'll leave that for uh, the review. That's right. I'm gonna load it up right now, so I have it ready to go. Good. Uh, so anyway, another Wes Anderson flick. Yeah. I don't even know what it's really about. <laughs> Can't. Uh, there's some shooting in it. I can tell you That's that. That's always fun. That's always shooting fun. is fun. Rompus good time. And I forgot to bring that up in <laughs> fucking. Uh, Life Aquatic, there's so much shooting and barely anyone gets hit. <laughs> yeah. Or shot. Except if they get, like, shot in the neck or something, like, yeah. horrible. <laughs> there's that one where, like, they're, like, fire, like, it's like Steve Zazoo and a bunch of pirates just fire, like, unloading barrels into each other. Right. One guy dies. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But they do blow up a building. They do. So I guess those guys pretty... They bite it pretty hard. Those guys probably fucking die. <laughs> uh, so yeah, check it out. I don't know French Dispatch. I don't. I don't have anything for you. There you go. Look, do you got anything else to add? Ah, uh, no, not really. Yeah, it okay, just looks great. like a Wes Anderson movie. Yep. Again, that's it. That's that's fine. Uh, they have put on a new trailer for The Invisible Man. Okay. 
And, uh, yeah, it looks creepy. Yeah. There's, like, a really cool scene they show in this where, like, she goes up to her attic and she thinks she hears someone. So she, like, throws a can of paint down the stairs and it's just, like, this big white figure's, like, right in her face. Hmm. We're like, oh, shit. Damn. It's so, yeah. spooky. Yeah. So it looks good. Okay. You're more excited about it the more you see of it? Yeah. Okay. I'd say so. Okay. Are you kind of, like... Because I'm at this point where I feel like I know the entire plot of the movie. Oh, yeah. Same here. And I keep thinking, like, will there be another twist if they're, like, just blatantly throwing it out in the trailers? I don't so know. I don't know. That's what it's kind of creepy. Because it's like a Blumhouse movie. It's not like they have anything to really prove, so they can just kind of just, like, throw oh, it yeah. out. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we would. I don't know. Like, a lot of the scenes are playing out with... They look spooky. Yeah. So I, I definitely before that. Spookiness. Spookiness. <laughs> All that spookiness. Uh-huh. And uh, the last trailer I saw is they're finally releasing The Hunt. Oh, my God. Which, that movie that was supposed to come out, like, in September. <laughs> but they thought because political things being too volatile, they decided to push it back. Mm. Like, what was I think it was, like, a shooting or something. I don't. It could be. Is, and they were like, oh, no, we can't, yeah, we can't put it out. So now, like, their new marketing for it is that, like, they're saying, like, the movie everyone's talked about that no one has seen yet. <laughs> cool. And What's the movie supposed to be about again? It's like uh, a bunch of liberal people, like, uh, kidnap people to hunt in, like, the woods. Oh, okay. And, uh, but no, like, the way they, like, this way that the trailer plays it up in this, like, they really play up more of the comedy of it. And it actually looks kind of funny. Like one of like the one of, like the liberal rich people that like hunts people is Glenn Howerton. <laughs> Great. So like he like fits the role perfectly. Good deal. And okay. Yeah, it it just looks funny. So right I'm on. for it. Right on. All right. I'm more into it now that I yeah. know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I think it comes out uh, March 13th because they're bragging up their Friday the 13th release date. Oh. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Look out for The Hunt. The Hunt. Yeah. Uh, well, that will put us right. That puts us at into tourney time. Tourney time. Tournament random movies. And Teenage Mutant Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles took it wholeheartedly. Yeah. Old Nutty Professor didn't stand a chance. Did they get any votes? They got a few. Okay, because I, uh, when I voted, it was 100% Turtles. <laughs> Uh, let me look it up, but it was pretty fucking one-sided. Pretty unanimous. Yeah, pretty one-sided. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, 13 votes. 85% of the votes goes to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> All right. 15% to the Nutty Professor. Sorry, fans of Eddie Murphy. Maybe Eddie Murphy voted. <laughs> Maybe that's... Yeah. <laughs> and he voted with every single family member he played in that movie. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> uh, awesome. Sweet deal. Turtles. I wanted it to win anyway. Good. So that means we're down to the finals. Turn Random Movies 8. The Happening. Versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think we know where your loyalties lie. <laughs> uh-huh. But I don't know. The hashtag it's happening movement is still... Very much out there. Yes. It's taking our 
our our shit by storm. I almost kind of want to call it a food fight finals, <laughs> where it's hot dogs versus pizza. <laughs> Both terrific shapes. Yes, wonderful shapes. <laughs> but pizzas can take multiple shapes. That's right. Cut your circle, your cut triangle. Oh my god! Cut them into squares. If you cut want. them into squares. Yeah. I mean, some people, some anarchists do that. Squares. But... You know what they say about uh, triangles, though? Stronger shape. Yeah. World's strongest shape. Not as, a protein. Not, not as much protein, though. Oh, that's, very, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I saw that the other day. That was the best. <laughs> oh, did you see the one where Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck dub over it? No. <laughs> I saw I saw one for a marriage story they did it with, Oh yeah. <laughs> where it was Goofy and Mickey playing out the fight from a marriage story. Oh god. <laughs> oh, he had a career. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking selfish. <laughs> Just like Oh, I had a blast watching that. <laughs> I can't remember. It was like a Donald Duck one. I can't remember who was playing what, but it's pretty much like Donald Duck was like, and he was like, oh, no, no, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. He's playing Mr. Bill. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, pretty good stuff. So there you go. Finals happening versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We'll find out who wins next week, right. as well as the introduction of Terminator Movies 9. Oh my god. We're almost to 10. Just about Fast and Furious status oh here. Oh my god. Make the turn. Then we'll do, then we'll do, two. yeah, <laughs> then we'll do, it. we'll do Terminator Movies 10 part two <laughs> for the next one. Oh my god. <laughs> Load it with just a bunch of sequels. Oh my god. <laughs> That's right. Holy shit. Oh my god, we can have fun with this. If they're not going to do it, we're going to do gonna it. We're going to do it. We're going to do sequels to our sequels. If you I don't have the balls it. to do a Fast and Furious, we'll do it. Yeah. With our tournament of movies. Fucking nutless pricks. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll eat the shit. <laughs> Speaking of nutless pricks. Hey. <laughs> we are oh gonna... no. Oh <laughs> no. That sounds kind of offensive. It probably is. <laughs> we went and saw Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey, the new retitled version of it yeah. for theaters now. Yeah. Because apparently the old one, the old title, The Emancipation of the One Harley Quinn was... Too long. Too long, and people didn't know Harley Quinn was apparently in it, even though it's in the title of the movie. Yeah. Uh... I don't know if that's going to do anything for them. I don't see why they didn't just call it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. I don't know either. Maybe they wanted to have a easier. little, a bit of a gas with it, you know? Yeah. Like, I can't really see, like, I can see why they're not making that much money because it's like, I never heard, thought an R-rated movie made money with Fantabulous in the fucking title. <laughs> oh yeah, I should also uh, say that it is rated R, so that's probably not helping what, uh, in income it's been taking uh yeah. let's why don't we break into that right now break it down Troy. so it did drop february 7th 2020, 2020. Mere, mere days ago mere days 
Uh, the first 2020 movie we've seen so far this year. Never forget. Never forget. 2020. <laughs> Barbara Wawa. Uh, it had a budget of $97.1 million. Ooh. Not not huge no. for um, a DC movie. Even, actually, I would think quite low. I think the only other one close was Shazam had a lower budget. Yeah. Like around well, this. In this movie's defense, it wasn't made twice, so. That's very true. <laughs> Uh, they d- stuck to the doing it once idea <laughs> yeah, of, stuck of, the landing. Of, of filmmaking. Uh, opening weekend, everyone was talking about this and made $33 million. It was estimated to make 50 Ooh. so it hit a little shy of it. Uh, domestically, so far, it's only made a little bit more than that, $38.5 million. Worldwide, it's made $85 million. So okay. it's gotten... Worldwide, it's doing pretty decent. Yeah. So it's already made like in its opening little jaunt about its box or about its budget. Yeah. Granted, you multiply it by about one and a half or whatever to get all the marketing. Blah 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 blah. So if it has enough legs and can beat Sonic that's coming out this weekend and Fantasy Island, yeah, maybe it'll do better. But it is. The one thing, it, it, I mean, it is a rated R movie. Granted, we've seen a lot of successes this last yeah. couple of years with rated R movies, mm-hmm. especially in this genre. Yeah. With Deadpool and, and, uh, and Joker. And Joker. Joker. And uh, Logan. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe it'll pick up a little steam with that name change in the theater. We'll yeah. see what, what happens we'll see. there. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has us at 79%. Right. IMDb 6.7 out of 10, Metacritic 60%, and Culture Crypt gives it a 65 out of nothing. I just would assume 65. maybe 100, but maybe 100. it's maybe it is just it maxes out at 65. <laughs> 65 out of 65, <laughs> they gave it a perfect score of 65. Or of a 65 out of a 69. Oh my god, can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> The perfect score. The perfect score. 69. (laughs) JT, what is this movie all about? God damn it, Troy. Well, it's about Harley Quinn. Yes. She is officially on a break. She's on a break. She's on a break. (laughs) From uh, David Schwimmer, who Uh, guest stars as the Joker in this. Well, he never shows up, but we we assume. We know he's there. We assume that David Schwimmer was waiting (laughs) Waiting on bated breath to make that cameo That's as right. a Joker. That's right. But, uh, yeah. alas, they are broken up. And uh, with Harley Quinn breaking up with the Joker, she finds out that eh, not a lot of people like her. Right. <laughs> so much so that now she's got to try and uh, fend for herself while pretty much all of Gotham is like, let's kill the fuck out of this bitch. <laughs> yep. One, the main one being uh, Roman... Sionis. Yes. Which it threw me off. I always thought of Sionis, but we'll get back to that ah, later. Potato, patata. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Main one being Roman Sionis, who uh, decides to, instead instead of kill her, use her to get a rare diamond. That's right. For her, in return for her life. But, it seems like there might be some other people that might be either helping or thwarting her plans in the form of women that might come together as the birds of prey. <laughs> Very well said. We'll find out. Very good. 
Very good, JT. So this was... I forgot to write it down. Um, actually directed by a woman with the name of... By an Asian woman. Yes. Oh, my God. Why didn't it stay up there? Birds of prey, you dumb fucking... Stupid-ass TV. <laughs> Stupid-ass TV. Um... Why can I find Kathy Yan? There we go. And um, I didn't know that actually going in, and but once I was watching the movie, I could tell that it was, and I uh, applaud the movie for doing so because it's got a, a just a, almost a full female cast. Yeah. Uh, the only really dudes in it that have screen time are Ewan McGregor and yeah. uh, as Black Mask and then. Victor Zaz, Victor Zaz, in this movie as well. <clears throat> um, but just like little subtle things, like uh, like uh, none of the women in this are really uh, sexual sexualized. Really, no, not really. I mean, they're pretty. They're yeah, good looking. Yeah, but like they're I mean, not. There's some low cut tops, but it's not like to the point where it's like, look at her tits. Yeah, it's, it's like. Um, and they're not being practical. oogled by yeah. any yeah, anybody. It's practical. Uh, at one point, Black Canary asked for a hair tie, and I'm like, oh yeah, woman directed this. Oh, no totally. man would ever think of that. That was yeah. <laughs> when that when that came up, I was like, that like, when me and Molly are like hard at work on chores at home, that we'll do the exact same thing, like hair tie. <laughs> <laughs> like if we're getting really into some shit oh yeah it's like okay i gotta tie my hair back for this shit um at one point like they're trying to like search harley quinn and they pull out like a tampon out of her back pocket and it's like no other pocket or whatever i'm like <laughs> see that's that's a woman joke that, yeah then they would throw in there and yeah. also margot robbie is like an exec producer on this too so oh, she got to yeah. like yep. kind of ch- pick and choose how she wanted to be portrayed more or less mm-hmm. in the movie so good on that because i Going back to our Suicide Squad review, wasn't yeah. a huge fan of Harley Quinn. Yeah, in that I found her very grating. I know. I was curious on what you would think of her in this. Now that she's almost in the forefront, so to say, mm-hmm. I would have to say. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it here, but I, the first, like, th- third of this movie, I wasn't. It was hard for me to get into. Yeah, I, I would say the the beginning chunk of it. I didn't hate it. I just wasn't really in the groove of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, eh, I'm not really into this yet. Yeah. But there were parts of it later on that I'm like, okay, now I'm a little bit more on board what the movie's bringing to me. Mm-hmm. And so there's that. Spoiler free or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'll have to say right off the bat, Black Mask was great. Yes. Ewan McGregor was. Uh, a very welcome bad guy in oh, this. Oh god. I I'm going to put it out there and say might be the best villain DC EU has done yet. Yeah. He is <laughs> you cannot like stop watching him when he's on the screen. Yeah. He is they play him up as being like super flamboyant and yep. can fly off the cuff. He's funny yeah. yet scary at the same time. Yeah. He is he is a, a spoiled rich kid who's going out on his own for the first time. Mm-hmm. So like anything that doesn't go his way, he just throws the biggest tantrums. Yep, and it's always so goddamn hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and there but he can also ride that line too, where like you don't know 
yeah. if like he's just gonna snap and then he gets like scary. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, like this is really Yeah, like they'll good. do like really good scenes in here where it's like people are used to him just kind of being like kind of goofy and off the wall, but he'll be like pushing people to where it's like, No, I'm serious. You're doing this. And they're like, Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I loved him, um, and I liked at first, Zaz in this was a little bit flat for me, but as it later went on, you could see he was just kind of like this little lackey, like a oh, very yeah. murderous lackey. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm starting yeah. to like him a little bit too. Not, I mean, not as to the extent of like Black Mask, but he was yeah. still good in it. Yeah. Like there's, <laughs> like he's uh, showing somebody around his like little lair or room black mask is. Yeah. And he's like talking about all the masks he has up there and he gets to these like little oh, yeah. shrunken heads and he's like, can you imagine like a thousand, like a thousand years ago, they're just like shrinking all these heads and all these rituals and stuff. And now they're just hanging in my house. Isn't it gross? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it fucking gross? That I just have these heads in my house. I Ew. I know. He, <laughs> I love it. Cause like, yeah, he's, he's like a total stuck up, like, prick of a dude where like even like when he does like the tour of like all this historic stuff that he has he only knows just enough about it where it's like you don't know shit about this yeah like always like yeah so this is from uh this and but it's a shrunken head and oh my god it's so disgusting <laughs> and then like yeah he gets like these statues where like it's supposed to be like for, like target practice or something and then it's like what about that one back there's like oh that's a statue of me i put it with them isn't that cool <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so full of shit. Uh, uh, I was reading up that uh, Charto Copley and Sam Rockwell were also considered for this role. Ooh, Sam Rockwell would have been good. Actually, they uh, the what I read was that Sam Rockwell, even if he didn't get it, was going to be like the basis of what they kind of wanted the character to yeah, be. Yeah, I can see that, <laughs> and that was completely. I know. Bl- he does kind of remind me of, like, Sam Rockwell from uh, Charlie's Angels. Yeah, a bit. Um, even, like, Shardo Copley, if they're still going for that, like, uh, like Sam Rockwell kind of vibe, yeah. I think could pull it off and be Just make him funny. more South Amer- South African. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bub. You like my statues, bub? <laughs> um, let's see here. I think I knocked out a bunch of notes, just that one thing. Um... So what did you think of the characterizations of uh, some other people in the movie? So uh, round out the cast here. Like, uh, well, we can get more into Harley Quinn later, but like with in terms of like the Birds of Prey or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, like I don't know, like they were kind of there for the most part. Like they didn't really shine on me till the very end. Mm-hmm. And we can talk more about that in spoilers, but. Yeah, I think up until, like, the very end, it's mostly just Harley Quinn and Black Mask's movie. Yeah. she. I mean, it definitely is, like, a Harley Quinn movie. It, yeah, it very much is. And uh, up until when they actually uh, reveal the Birds of Prey in their true form, I think, is not until when they shine. Uh, up until that point, they're just kind of there, and they kind of give them... Yeah. They give them their backstory and they kind of give like what they're doing up to that point, but it's not until they all come together where it's like, yeah, I like the Birds of Prey. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, there are a few characters in this that are a bit, um, 
different from their original characterizations. Yeah. And I'm only really... Kind, I don't even know. I'm kind of on the fence of about one because it's like w- completely different. Yeah. Um, otherwise, like I'm fine with like the the changes that were uh, taking place. Like Black Canary, I think is great. Yeah. Uh, she's good, um, and she actually does her own singing in this as well. Oh wow. Uh, she has a few scenes where she's singing on stage. Yeah. Very good voice. She's like a songbird. Of course. <laughs> of prey. Of course, a songbird of prey. <laughs> Um, Renee Montoya, I like, plays by Rosie Perez. Yeah. They, like, always do, like, kind of an ongoing joke with her where it's, like, uh, they'll give, like, scenes where they just kind of do it off the cuff, and then they'll just kind of explain it away by being, like, well, cliche, hard-nosed detective. You yeah. Get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I know, like, every time, like, that's kind of what I liked about this is that, like, every time they introduce a character where they don't, they can't give them enough screen time. They're just like, well, you get it. It's hard-nosed detective. Yeah. yeah. You get it. She's just, she's pretty much your typical cliche detective, not following the rules kind of shit. Yep. And it's like, okay, I get it. Yep. (laughs) Cheesy 80 cop lines. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead plays the huntress in this. Mm -hmm. She probably has the least amount of screen time. Yeah. Um, because she's introduced like a little bit later on in the movie. Yeah. She... (laughs) <laughs> the washer starts. She uh, <laughs> is kind of on with her original comic uh, origin. It's just... Um, there's a few points in this, though, where I feel like she... I don't know. Is she like a little wishy-washy in what her character should be? Yeah. Like, sometimes she's kind of goofy. Sometimes she's kind of serious. Ah. A little bit. Know. Like, it didn't yeah. really bother me until somebody else also said it. I'm like, yeah. I I, I, I can talk more about that when we get into spoilers. Yeah, sure. I can kind of see where you're coming from. The one that I feel is, like, the most different is the one uh, Cassandra Kane in this is, like, a totally different yeah. version. Cause she's, I know I've heard the name before, but I don't know what she's supposed to be. She's, like, a Batgirl. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's, like, a mute... Uh, Batgirl. Oh. Who was like, she's not, I don't know if she's actually mute, um, like physically, but she was like trained to like learn how to read people's body and like predict what they're going to do rather than just like be outspoken or whatever. But she actually is like a Batgirl and she's got like a sweet like costume where like it doesn't have like a mouth part. It's just like sewn over. I'm like, oh, it looks pretty slick. But in this, I could never see her being a bad no. girl. And um, I'm also surprised that, like, they never make any mention of, like, the one of the original members of Birds of Prey is Barbara Gordon. Oh. Like, she's one of the founders in almost every version except yeah. for this. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's weird that they just never make any mention of it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well. That's, that's just, like, one thing. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, but, like, they don't, she's not in the movie. God, spoiler. I know. know. Um, So with all that in play, um, the story is, it's, I think it's fairly simple, but it's like made more complicated, at least in the beginning, because it's played almost like a kind of like Pulp Fiction a little bit where it's like all over the place. Yeah. And I think and that kind of lends itself to uh, Harley Quinn being the the narrator. Yeah. Where she's kind of all over the place in that way. Yeah. 
And in in a sense, I kind of like how they do it, where it's like it's a simple story, and I think if you played it out like chronologically, it'd just kind of be like follow the beat by beat. I thought the same thing, but not but the way they way they way they do it in this, where it's kind of jumps all over the place. Like, uh, it's kind of fun to see like events that you've already seen, but through other people's perspectives. Yeah, and I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, okay, so it's a. Ver- fairly simple premise yeah they need to get this person or they need to get a diamond yeah or like meeting characters that like you've already seen die yeah yeah <laughs> you're like oh that guy's fucked <laughs> <laughs> so i like that harley quinn would like stop the movie like wait a minute i need to back up and go like three days ago or yeah. whatever <laughs> and then you get to like play up to that point i'm like okay i i i like yeah. that they're doing this jumping yeah. around a bit they don't yeah. do it the whole movie but they do it like mm-hmm. in uh, the beginning quite a bit. Yeah, and it's kind of fun to be like, so like there's like a part where like you're following her name on Toya for a long time, and then it just gets to a part where like you just saw Harley Quinn dressed a certain way, and then like she shows up again, dressed up complete in a completely different way, and like wait, where the fuck are we? What happened? And like wait a minute, I gotta go back. And then it's like oh okay, now I see yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so it's just like stuff like that where it's like. You have to, like, kind of think about where you are in terms of, like, the timeline of the story, but it all kind of plays out to where you can see different events from different perspectives and be like, oh, now I know where I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's almost kind of more fun that way. It's way more fun that way, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, what also was awesome and fun in this, I thought the action scenes in this were awesome. Dude, yeah, I had a blast. Like, uh, the way I'm going to put it is I feel like... Because we watched, like, a whole bunch of 80s action movies for January. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is, like, the action, the 80s action movie for women. <laughs> yep, sure. Because it's, like, it's just a whole bunch of campy, fun fight scenes. Even down to where they have, like, a, a scene where something's sexually exploited, but in this time it's a fucking breakfast sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but it's, like... Man, like, it's all kind of, like, it's got cheesy lines, it's got, like, fun, like, fight scenes. I was like, man, I can't really see this not being, like, an 80s action movie for women. Yeah. For anybody, (laughs) really. Yeah, for anybody, but it's like, this is like the... A one that women can be like, like, hell yeah. Yeah, whereas, like, like, an 80s action movie for, like, a guy is just, like, kind of a... Ultra machismo. Yeah, it's like super machismo and stuff like this one, it, it... I think it, it caters more to, like, the female perspective. For sure. Like, if you had any ounce of machismo in this movie, you got your nuts kicked in. Oh, totally. Or your legs bent like, backwards. Yeah, your legs broken and <laughs> legs broken, reattached, and rebroken. <laughs> it's like, that, I mean, this could be called Nutshot the Movie. Like, Oh, dude, yeah. Everybody got kicked in the nuts in this movie. Oh, no shit. <laughs> But it was fun, man. Like I was, like I, I was like on their side. I was like, I wanted more women kicking ass in this. Yeah, like this almost makes you want to cheer for women <laughs> in this. No, 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 no. And, like I'm not saying it in terms of like, oh fuck, women beyond this. But it's like they seem so badass. Where I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I um, I also like it too that they're like still playing it realistically. For, like, their size. So, like, Harley Quinn is, like, only fighting, like, big, beefy dudes yeah. in this. And she she's gets... just not punching them through walls. Yeah. And but she she's gets thrown like... around a little bit in this, too. Yeah, she... 
is like using gymnastics and stuff mm-hmm. to like her advantage. Like there, there's a fight scene in a police station. It's yeah. my favorite action scene in the movie. Yeah. It's so good. Even like the way she uses weapons is so creative. Yeah. It, <laughs> oh my, I, maybe I'll get into it in spoilers and talk about yeah. a little bit more, but like there is an action scene in a police station. That's great. Yeah. Like when she storms that jail, when she brings that like quote unquote grenade launcher with her, it's such a, it's such a Joker slash Harley Quinn weapon uh-huh. where none of them blow up. They just shoot out confetti and paint <laughs> and colored smoke. Yeah. Or it's like, that's a total Harley Quinn weapon to have. Yeah, for like, sure. You're basically just using it as like a glorified beanbag. Yeah. Uh, like beanbag gun. Yep. Like you're not killing anybody. You're just create making a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um... Anything else before we get to spoilers? Uh, I can't really think of much else. Um, I guess before we get to spoilers, if I had to knock it one thing, would be like some of the uses of the pop music a little bit. Yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't as egregious as, like, Suicide Squad yeah. at all. Yeah. But still, sometimes I felt like they were really on the nose choices. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. And then, but I don't know. For this, I think I was having a, enough fun where it didn't bother me as much as, like, a movie where I'm, like, kind of sitting there and then and then they throw another bullshit pop song in yeah. there. Yeah. Like it blended in more just from the sheer fact that I was having more fun with this. Yeah, for, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So I was apprehensive going into this, I, and this might be like the general audience's apprehension why it's not like didn't like make fifty million that was estimated. But um, so Suicide Squad, even though it made like a billion dollars, was not like critically well received. Yeah. And Harley Quinn being from that movie. Yeah. I can see people being like, well, I didn't really like that last one. Yeah. Why would I want to go out and see this one? Yeah. Which I think maybe it's suffering from a little bit. That, with Justice League being just, like, bland, BVS yeah. being very divisive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people kind of just forget that, like, Wonder Woman and Shazam were pretty good. Yeah. And Aquaman, like, was fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't say it... It's Aquaman is like great but it like got more critical uh like good critical reception than like the last few that came before it Mm -hmm. so i think the negatives in this like little universe they've carved out for themselves is like more boisterous than like the positives yeah which is too bad because like Wonder Woman, I think, is great. Yeah. I, I really like Shazam. Yeah. Aquaman's fun. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think it's most just suffering from the fact that its lead character is, like, the figurehead of one of their worst movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just the one thing that they get over. and But I love that, like, this movie even understands how bad Suicide Squad was, where they ju- they're just, like, they're not even using the same Joker anymore. Like, or they're using, like, one... an illustration of a <laughs> oh, Joker. Yeah, for sure. They'd be like, this is the Joker, where it's like, well, you know who he is. Like, nope, that's not the Joker. It's this <laughs> right. cartoon right. that she's throwing knives at. It's right. that This is the Joker right. now. I think they only had one shot of a Joker at the very beginning where she's kind of like catching everyone up to speed 
Yeah. And it's, like, from behind. And you only see, like, the shoulder and the back of the head. Yeah. And it could have been anybody. Yeah. Like, it could have been me on set for a day. Yeah. Or David Schwimmer, for all we know. Yeah, even... Uh, We're on a break! <laughs> We're on a break! <laughs> but even when they do, like, an illustrated... They do, like, an illustrated kind of beginning to kind of catch you up on who Harley Quinn is. And that Joker looks nothing like... Oh, no. Suicide it's Squad like Joker. comic book Joker. Yep. Purple suit. Uh, slick yeah. back... Ever. No tattoos. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> tattoos, no damaged. Yeah, you know what I was kind of bummed out about is that Harley Quinn still has, like, her face tattoos. Yeah. Like, the one that says, like... Rotten. Rotten on her face. I'm like, <laughs> really? You could you could have got rid of those and nobody would have noticed. Yeah. And if they did, shut up. Like, who cares? Yeah. I was even hoping, like, she wanted to get so far away from the Joker that she would just, like bleach them off her skin or something like that. Jesus! I don't... Whatever! Like, just jumping chemicals again and they're just, like, washed <laughs> off. That's what I thought, but never. Didn't happen. Um, so why don't we jump into spoilers a little yeah. bit? But I would say, uh, I don't know, like, if you're remotely a fan of these DC movies, I would say definitely go out and see this. Yeah, for sure. Like, I wouldn't... Because, like, let Suicide Squad be any yeah. hindrance in seeing Like, this. in my personal opinion, I think this might be, like, the best DC movie they've done so far. Or pretty close, if not pretty close. I would definitely say it's enjoyable for sure. Like, it's fun. Take your girlfriend there for Valentine's Day if she wants to see some women kick, kick some ass. Totally. It's, like, got action for you. It's got, like, women kicking ass for her. Yep. It's got A hair ties. Of, for... It's got hair ties. <laughs> It's got it's breakfast great. sandwiches. Oh, the most delectable breakfast sandwich God, I was probably hungry. put to film. I was hungry looking at that shit. My God. So, like, me being on this fucking diet that I am, that greasy sandwich looked like just the <laughs> best thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, sitting in a theater at 1130, jerking off to a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. If only. Just friggin'... Pee Wee Herman in the back of that theater over a breakfast sandwich. Get out of here, sir! <laughs> what? It's, it's delicious! <laughs> so, spoilers from here on out. Yes. So if you haven't seen it yet, or you don't care. What, what is this? Oh, look what I got down here, even. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey! We were on a break! <laughs> Joker Pez saying we're on Joker, a break! Joker Pez dispenser we're on a break. under my feet. Um... So, I just want to tuck it a little bit more about Black... Tuck it? I just want to tuck it and be one of the birds of prey. <laughs> oh, um, talk a little bit more about uh, Black Mask a little bit. Yeah. God. Can we just go on about how great he is? Like, it, I, oh, it's fantastic. I feel bad that, like, my favorite character is, like, a man in this movie. Yeah. Because, like... I could not take my eyes and attention <laughs> off of him anytime he was on screen. Yeah. And it kind of, maybe it was like a, a bad thing. I guess when him and like Harley were on screen, they were pretty good, like had a good equal showing. Yeah. But he spends a good chunk of his time with Zaz and Black Canary, who are a bit less spoken. Yeah. And like, so he's commanding the room. Oh, yeah. But everything he said was a hundred percent 
amazing. <laughs> Not one line was wasted. Yeah. Ewan, and it's so fun to see, like, Ewan McGregor in this role. Yeah. Who, like, I you don't get to see be, like, a total goof. Yeah. Like, I don't. Ewan McGregor's had a really been, like, kicking ass lately. Like, mm-hmm. with this and, um, fucking uh, Doctor Sleep, he's been so fucking good lately. Yeah. Um, still haven't seen Doctor Sleep or Mr. Hat or whatever the thing is. Uh, well, uh, we'll talk about that later, Trey. Oh my gosh. Got some idea, uh, some plans in the works. Very good. So, now that we're in spoilers, I also want to read our little, uh, message that we did get. Uh, one of our listeners, Sam, yeah. put in what he thought about it. Um, the more it sits with me, the more I love it. It's maybe the best example in superhero movies recently where the heroes are out for justice and it doesn't mean revenge, preemptive strike from fear, or destroying time because you can't take the L. Also, that egg sandwich, sexy AF. <laughs> with a biting lip gif. <laughs> I would say uh, I would agree with you, Sam. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Um... Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I, <laughs> I would, me and, I actually saw this movie with Ghost Hunter Dave. Yeah. Um, I asked if he wanted to see it and he's like, yes. I was like, oh Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so he met me at the theater and, uh, we both knew that Sam was really liking this movie. Right. So we wanted yeah. to kind of fuck with him saying like, this is the worst movie we've seen since little women. <laughs> but but it, we, I couldn't in all good honesty actually say that and mean it. So. But, uh, yeah, Black Mask, perfect. Oh, I, yeah. I love, too, that it wasn't just, like, a, a, a Batman villain we've seen already yeah. again. Yeah, he could have easily been, like, a hand-wringing, I'm-gonna-take-over-Gotham type yeah. villain. But he's, right. like, he comes off more as just, like, a rich kid that was like, Fuck you, Dad! Yeah. <laughs> and then just, like, found some way that he could get a bunch of money so he could try and, like, maintain his lifestyle being a... Stuck up prick. Right. <laughs> um, I because it is set in Gotham though, I was kind of like disappointed that it didn't have like a little bit more like cameos from like other I don't know, like famous Batman villains or whoever. Yeah. Like they're in the underbelly they do, like, some, of they do some fun things here and there. Like there's like that wanted poster of uh Captain Boomerang. Oh my god. <laughs> what a Chekhov's gun that was. I was waiting for a Chekhov's boomerang rather. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, I know that guy. I was hoping he would show up, like, in like in the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love Captain Boomerang. He might be my favorite part of Suicide Squad. Yeah. He's got to show up in Suicide... He is showing up in Suicide Squad, too, right? Oh, yeah, he is. Fuck, yeah. Yes. That- I'll imagine him helmed under fucking, uh... Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, James Director, Gunn. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's magic. I can't wait for That's the Gikonasans 2. Yep, Gikonasans 2. <laughs> Rise it of Jai. Out, it burned out so fast that we're already on the sequel of it. <laughs> the Rise of Jai. It's going to be great. <laughs> the Rise of Jai. Uh, it, uh, yeah, gr- but I mean, I, I guess I heard a little bit that there was going to be possibly a penguin cameo in this. Yeah. But they cut it early on because... Colin Farrell is going to be playing him in the new Batman movie. Yeah. So they didn't want to have, like, multiple penguins out there. Mm-hmm. Even though the new Batman movie is probably going to have nothing to do with the oh, universe yeah. that they've probably. created already. Probably. Which makes it kind of... I know their DC said that they're going to be doing away with, like, a fixed continuity. Yeah. 
and they're gonna be doing like whatever. Yeah. But that'd be weird if they still kept the old one kind of going, like with these Harley Quinn movies. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the only thing that's really gonna keep. Well, I think they're making Aquaman too, mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman. So maybe they're they're gonna continue on with it wholeheartedly. They're just gonna pick and choose. What <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna they like want. have them completely separate from each other. And I guess this is gonna be like. This movie here is the second movie in, like, a Harley Quinn-type-esque trilogy. Yeah. And the next one being, like... Or she just builds vigilante groups because of her mis- misgivings. Yeah, because <laughs> the next one's going to be, like, Gotham City Sirens or something like that. Yeah. Where Poison Ivy and maybe Catwoman are in it. Oh. So, I don't know. Uh, but I thought that one wasn't on the table anymore, but what do I know, right? Who knows? Um, But I'm curious on, like how they're going to do another Batman. Cause I know Batman is like Batman is a, a well-known and respected DC character, but it's like, especially with something like this, like it felt like you could relate more to these characters just because they're coming off of this idea that like they're coming from nothing yeah. and fighting crime. Right. And now we're like, especially like nowadays we live like in a society where like, Everyone's like, fuck the 1%. Yeah. And now, like, <laughs> Batman is like the quintessential, like, I'm going to use my money to fight criminals, where it's like, uh, a lot of people that are being labeled criminals nowadays are just people that are looking to just make ends meet. Yeah. So it's like, Batman's almost kind of turning into, like, this, like, what the fuck, dude? Well, you got to make their character. his villain, like, a piece of shit then, like, a murderous fuck. Yeah. But still, like, and even in that sense, like, like, especially, like, uh, that Joker movie that came out last year definitely, like, raised some eyebrows where it's, like, especially for me where I'm, like, how the fuck are they going to make a Batman character work in this kind of climate? Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to really go out of your way to be, like, but he's a good rich guy that's only using his money to fight crime <laughs> and not give to the community that's slowly dissolving around him. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, f- fuck, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, there's literally so many Bruce Waynes that just don't wrestle, that, that that just don't, like, wear costumes that are pieces of shit. Yeah. So how are you going to make that, like, seem, like, good to people that aren't, like, they didn't grow up with Batman and love him, where, like, there's so many people that are, like, fashioned to being, like, man, fuck Bruce Wayne. <laughs> fuck the Bruce Waynes of the yeah. world. And who knows? Maybe that'll be, like, a fun twist Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe address like, it. Yeah, like, actually, like, folks on the fact that he's a rich sociopath that just thinks the only way to fix the world is to... Punch ...beat it. up people. <laughs> yeah. So that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Um, so, the Birds of Prey don't even really meet up until the very end of this movie. Yeah. And it uh, that's the one thing I kind of have against the movie is that it's it's such a Harley Quinn movie that, like, you don't give enough time really with the quote-unquote Birds of Prey until the end. But the thing is, like, when they do get together, I really liked their chemistry together. Yeah, same. Um, I, it, it, yeah, it is too bad that it happened, like, way at the far end of the movie. Yeah. Um, because even then, like, you get it. And you get them hanging out at the end, but then, like, it kind of, after, like, a big action scene, Harley Quinn kind of goes off by herself again. And yeah. I mean, I mean, it's her movie, but... Yeah. And I, I didn't even really expect her to be part of the group, but it's just, like, 
I don't know, when they finally get together, like, it almost felt like everyone kind of found their place Mm -hmm. in the group right away, where I was like, oh, shit, I like you a lot now. Yeah. Like, even, like, like, uh, Black Canary, like, throughout most of it, she's just kind of, like, kind of wishy-washy on, like, should I do this, should I do that, or whatever. You don't really get to know who she is. And then when she gets with the group, she kind of turns into, like, kind of like the... This is fun, right? right? Kind of person where I'm like, oh, wow, why didn't you do that, like, the whole movie? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, you, you really couldn't because you were just kind of, like, stuck in this role that you had to kind of play out. Right. Where I almost kind of wished, like, the Birds of Prey got together sooner so I could really see that that part of her. Yeah. Like, even Huntress, like, Huntress is just kind of, like, the typical, like, vigilante, I need to get revenge kind of person until she yeah. gets to the birds of prey where they like make fun of her for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, you're that person. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Where, like she's still taking herself very seriously. And it's like, yeah, we get it. Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Like they almost kind of play her up as like, she's like the opposite Renee Montoya where they make fun of her for being the cliche detective. They make fun of her being for being the cliche revenge-driven vigilante. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, she almost takes herself more seriously where she doesn't really get the joke when they start making fun of her. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, man, I just wish this group got together more so you could do more shit like that. Yeah. Um, I did like, I thought it was um, a a ton of interesting um, plot threads that all came together at the end. Yeah. Everyone's out for something else, but it all somehow led to here. Yeah. It's like, oh, this pretty smart like renee montoya is chasing a lead with black mask mm-hmm. um huntress is trying to hunt down everybody who murdered killed, her family killed her family but she's also tied to this diamond yeah which uh cassandra kane has ingested yeah and harley quinn is trying to keep her safe from black yep. mask yep and so they all just meet uh, yeah all together and black canary black canary works black yeah mask. black canary works for black mask so, I mean, it's pretty much centered around one guy that they're trying to get is Black Mask. Yeah. But yeah. I love that all of them have their own little little moving parts that make them get there. Yeah. I think it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, I wasn't into... So, I the Huntress role, you said you kind of liked it. Like, the yeah. characterization of her. Yeah. Like, she's she's fine throughout. They don't, she, they don't focus on her too much throughout the movie. You're right. And they... And, Throughout the movie, they kind of play her up as just, like, your typical, like, vigilante, out-for-revenge type person. It wasn't until she got with the Birds of Prey that I liked her because, like, she's pretty much almost kind of like uh, the Drax of the group. Where she takes <laughs> herself so seriously that it's almost comedic. Yeah, but then, like, there's other moments, too, where she's just, like, laugh, like kind of, like, laughing, I guess. I really like that they kind of made shit out of it. Uh, out of her when she's like practicing her little speech in the mirror. Yeah, I like that. That is like a oh, real yeah. moment with this character yeah. of like, I'm gonna practice this and tell this to yeah. people or whatever. I like you got to see that. Yeah. Um, or like the fact that it bothers her that that people are calling her the crossbow killer when she wants to be called a huntress. Yeah, I I like that. But then there's other times like near the end where she's like, I, I don't know, like. It just seems out of character of her to, like, be joking around and stuff like that. Not that I want to play her, like, have it be, like, completely, like, sterile and kind of boring. I don't want that at all because I like that she could be playing it straight, but everyone's making shit out of her for playing it straight. Kind of like Drax being, like, very literal. Yeah. 
But I mean, Drax also does like that shit where like he tries to be part of the group by joking around, but it just comes off as awkward. And I feel like that's what she does in this. Mm. Yeah. But I, I mean, I guess I, I didn't hate her performance either. In it. No, like, like, that, I, I'm like, not. I'm far yeah. from it. But like, I don't really. She wasn't too memorable throughout. She was just kind of like, a, oh, there's crossbow killer struck again. Like they don't really focus on her too much until she gets with the group. And then when she gets with the group. They make enough shit of her where it's like, oh, yeah, you're part of the group. I like you now. Right. <laughs> um, I wasn't big on Cassandra Kane at first in this. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna play the, the dinosaur Neil role in this and be like, she wasn't that good of an actress <laughs> through most of this. <laughs> yeah. Shitting on kid, actor, kid, on kid actors. Like, there's... She's good in small doses. Like, I think, like, when she just has, like, a few lines here and there, like, she's good. But there's, like, times where she's, like, going back and forth with Harley Quinn, just talking, where I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't think you're that good of an actress. Yeah. <laughs> I it, I never really, like, was taken back by it. Like, I, I know what you're saying, and, like, I would agree in some parts. But I actually, when she actually started hanging out with Harley is when I liked it more. When I saw their, like, little budding relationship on, like, how she was, like, trying to show her how to be, like, more of a, like, a menace at society, which yeah. she already, like, is a pickpocket. Oh, yeah, no, I, like I, I don't hate the character, I don't hate the character at all. Like, I think it's, it's fine, but when they give her, like, long bouts of dialogue is when it's, like, you can see her kind of fading out where it's like, oh, no, you're, you're giving her too much to say. Yeah, at the I noticed it most at the very end where she had, like, a little speech. Yeah. And it just seemed like it came off like she was she memorized her yeah. lines. Like, there's a part, like, when they're in the grocery store, when they're going back and forth, where they have Cassandra Cain saying, like, her lines are way meatier than it is when it's just, like, one or two words here and there. Uh. Where I'm like, oh, no, you're not that good. <laughs> like, and, like... Ah, oh, fuck it. Well, I'll just say it. She's not that good. Like, I, I don't want to be like Neil and be like, fuck, kid actors suck. But I don't know. In this, when they when they give her, like, a big, meaty, like, monologue to say to uh, Harley Quinn in certain parts, it's like, oh, no. Uh, I, I was kind of writing on the fact that they just gave you, like, three words here and there, and you could say those good, but... When it's a whole bunch of stuff, like, you can almost see her, like, fading out to, from acting to, okay, now I have to remember what I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I guess that would be, like, my main, my main complaint would, yeah. would be like that. Um, what did, do you think that this movie needed to be rated R? I'm not saying, like, would you rate a PG-13 with the same content? Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. do you think it needed... Did, did it need the R rating for anything? I don't know. For me, I think it helps. Because I think so many, like, movies like this... Like, once, once you make it PG-13, then it, it turns into... Well, then how are we going to appeal to the highest common denominator of person? Yeah. Like, how, much, like, how are we going to get to, like... How are we going to, like, appeal to, like, so many different people? Whereas with this, because it was R, they could be more experimental and they could be like, fuck it. Let's just do this. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I appreciate, like, the violence in this because it's, like, for as violent as it was, it didn't get to the part of, like, gross. 
I, some ports I disagree, like when... Like, breaking limbs, yeah, but it didn't get, like, super gory. Black Mask cuts off some people's faces. Yeah, but they don't, like, get, like, they don't, like, get, like, right up in their face and, like, watch you peeling off their heads. They show them cutting around the face and then him ripping off a face. <laughs> okay, that's one. <laughs> but still... <laughs> and then they were gonna do it to, like, his wife and kid. Yeah. Well, they end up doing it to the wife and kid. Yeah, Because, like, know. they do it to the wife, and then, like, like, oh, we're going to spare the kid. And then it's like, oh, that's not Bubbles? I'll do it anyway. gross. <laughs> Cut it off. Cut I it all off. I fucking love this shit. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, but, but there's... I don't know, like, like from what I said, where it's like, this felt like the, like the 80s action movie for women. Like, 80s action movies that were just violent for the sake of being violent. Like, I, I like that aspect of that in this. Where, like, you don't feel like they're kind of tiptoeing around, like, now we better cut away real fast. Yeah. But I don't, I, to me, I don't think, like, I guess an added F-bombs and stuff like that really make the movie any better. Like, I know that these, they're, like, portraying, like, bad guys as, like, your antagonists. Yeah. I, I mean, as your protagonists. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they're probably going to have, like, a bit of a low life kind of lifestyle and just like yeah curse up a storm who cares they're the they're the bad guys well like i don't think it added anything to the movie in fact like sometimes i even like it just felt like you didn't need to go that far but that they didn't do it all the time either yeah but like there were, were parts of it that i'm like i do appreciate that it was rated r because like of the I don't even know if they could do this in a PG-13 movie. In the police fight scene, the the police station where, like, they're shooting up that, like, pallet of cocaine. Oh, and yeah. And Harley Quinn just goes... Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it just goes on a and fucking just, rampage. Just fucking nails everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. know if they could do that in a rated PG-13 movie yeah. or not. I'm not sure. I think the thing that I appreciate about this being R is that you can only show so much violence in a PG-13. And the fact that this is so heavy, heavily female-based to watch women, like, straight really out... give it to them. Yeah. Straight out, like, not cut away, watch women fuck dudes up in so many different ways. I felt like... I appreciate that a lot more. Yeah. Like, with Wonder Woman, I don't want to see her do shit like that. No, I don't But know. it's like, you get, like, women like Harley Quinn and, and, like, Birds of Prey in this that just go balls to the wall, fuck dudes up, fucking killing the shit out of dudes. <laughs> like, there was something, that was, there, there was, like, something in me watching that where I was like, hell yeah! Yeah. And I feel like if they would have done this in a PG-13 way where they would cut away right before they really fuck dudes up, I would have been like, all right. Yeah. But to stick to stay on it and be like, yeah, fuck up that dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. made me almost appreciate it more. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I more or less brought up the question as like a devil's advocate cuz I did Yeah. I do somewhat agree with my arguments, but like I I completely agree with you there. Like I love to see like the follow through with all this stuff and like have like legit stakes. Like yeah. they could just kill a dude. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just, just show it. coming in and just like shooting a crossbow through a dude's neck and yeah. just being like, fuck it, who cares? Right. Or Harley Quinn just jumping on that guy's legs and just oh, monstering the shit out of them. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> fuck that 
when she did that, I was like, holy shit, that yeah. looks like it hurts. Oh, dude. And then <laughs> when she does it again, like, in the in that police fight where she, like, breaks the dude's leg <clears throat> and then, like, reattaches it almost by, like, kicking his leg up and then breaking it again. I'm like, Jesus, it's just going to fall off. Yeah. <laughs> You're just, like, breaking and then re-breaking and then breaking again. That was, like... I, if I could say again, the whole jail fight scene was amazing. Yeah. Her with that baseball bat and the fight choreography with it oh. is like chef's kiss. <laughs> it was... Kiss the asshole. Kiss the asshole of it. If I could borrow it from my favorite person, Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but I, it's probably... My favorite action scene yeah. in a movie this this year for sure and in a while. <laughs> this year, starting in February. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it's gonna, it's already set a high bar. Yeah. No, I pre- <clears throat> I, I, I agree. Like, <clears throat> it, yeah, it's it's just so, like, thought out and, like, like, how you said, like, they play up to the fact that they're women where it's, like, her beating up big beefy dudes. Right. Where she's not, like, fucking, like, choking them and holding them against the wall. Like, right. she's playing up to the fact that she's smaller but it still looks believable that she's beating the fuck out of these yeah, guys. Yeah, and I and I like too that it's not that same fucking head scissor move you see all oh, the time yeah, that totally. Scarlett Johansson <laughs> just does. It's like legit like I'm going to snort cocaine and run at you with a fucking head of steam and drop kick the shit oh, like, totally. through like a car door or yep. whatever. Like yeah. that it, I love that shit. Uh, yeah, it's good. I about nut though when she like Threw the bat at the ground and it bounced up and oh, smashed yeah. that guy in the face. And, and then she caught back, it like yeah. Captain America's she shield. Captain America, the fucking <laughs> I bat. was like, oh my god, that was so good. Both me and Dave were like, oh fuck yeah! Like in the theater, like watching it. That was amazing. It never was surpassed. Because in the yeah. end, where they do like the big showdown at the very end... Like that was that kind fun, of I don't know that funhouse was fun as fuck to watch though. Yeah, but it wasn't as a good fight choreography as that's yeah. The I police I agree. It was but I it, thought a bit of like a clusterfuck, and you couldn't really tell completely what was happening. Uh, There's a I, lot I of know. jumping around. Yeah, I, I get it. It's, not, it's a lot of jumping around, but I like how I said it's like an '80s action movie. Like it felt so much like that big like. Here's the big grand finale where we're just gonna throw a bunch of weird dumb shit at you and they're mm-hmm. gonna fight in it. Yeah. Where they just get in this fun house and it's like mirrors and weird fucking seesaws and trampolines where right. I was like, Man, this is just a big clusterfuck of fighting and I'm loving it. Speaking of that fun house, like <laughs> I turned to Dave like during the when they went to a am- amusement mile and I'm like could you imagine in Gotham City when this was first made and it still looks just like you'll be murdered there? This is a horrifying, oh, yeah. horrifying carnival. Oh, yeah. It looks like shit. But I was, uh, I even like heard a review where I was like, why the fuck are they still supplying power to this like decrepit ass carnival looking <laughs> thing? Yeah. Where I was like, my way of like trying to like explain it away, it's like, it's the fucking Joker. Yeah, sure. And he's just like, he, yeah. he's got like, so he's got like unlimited resources. He's like, why wouldn't he fucking right keep supplying power to some fucking bullshit carnival that's right. like decrepit? Right. Um. They. I also liked at this part too, where like the gangs all together and they're getting surrounded by black masses, like henchmen, and they're like, 
<laughs> Harley Quinn's like, don't worry, girls. I got just what the doctor ordered. Whips open that cabinet, and there's, like, all the guns are gone. <laughs> but then, like, immediately Cassandra Kane's like, well, what about this one? And they open it up, and then there's just more guns in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, no, it wasn't guns. It was, uh, it was fucking, uh, like, all of, like, Harley Quinn's, like, shit from, like, Suicide right, Squad. Right, like, more weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, I just thought... That was very funny. It's like, oh, what about this one? It's like, oh, you mean this other thing full of weapons? Sure, well, let's use that one. But it was like bats and shit. I don't think there was a lot of guns in it. Who cares? I'm just saying. It was funny. It's like, just... why didn't you check this one? <laughs> or he took all the guns, but he didn't take all the other stuff. Like yeah. the Joker or whatever. Um, so, I, oh, I brought up that already. Um, another... Uh... Maybe I'll break, I'll wait till the very end to say that one. Um, so anyway, you got through the fight scenes. So at the very end, uh, it's kind of getting wrapped up there. It's made mention that um, the birds of prey actually continue on as like fight as a unit. Yeah. Um, and it's like Renee Montoya, Huntress, and Black Canary. Yeah. Um, I like that. I found it weird like Renee Montoya would be on the group a little bit. Yeah. Just because, like, yeah, she was, like, she quit the the police. But, I, did, like, I did, like, at the end where she was, like, yeah, so we did all this work, and then her captain still took credit for it. <laughs> so she was, like, fuck it and left. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> I funny, that. too. Um, I, I just found it weird that she would be on the team. Anyway, but, like, I <laughs> when they were strolling around in those costumes, I'm, like, those are bad. Yeah. <laughs> Those are bad yeah, costumes. Yeah, I was... <laughs> I mean, they show them for, like, literally 30 yeah. seconds, but... I was like, they could... Yeah, they could... Uh, Granted, yeah. I didn't even really like Huntress's, like, outfit through the whole thing. I, I liked it just for the sake of it being Huntress, where, it, like, based off the idea they're making fun of her, where it just looks like something thrown together. It's like, I'm a vigilante. Yeah, oh, for sure. But yeah, at the end when they're like when they're like presenting it as like this is cool, where I was like, uh, that's not so cool not looking. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like even that huntress, like because in the book she's got like a little kind of homage to like almost a Batman mask where it's got like little horns on it a yeah. little bit. So she kind of has like now like the movie goggles that can flip up and turn into those uh, little horns, and I'm just like, Ugh, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. That was definitely that, that definitely struck me as like my you're trying to appeal to the fucking comic nerd type a little bit, scene. but then not even very well either. Um, I did appreciate that they actually showed Black Canary using her powers. Yeah, like they allude to it at the beginning when like she sings like that high note and right. like, cracks a glass. Um, I just thought it wasn't gonna show up. Like for whatever yeah. reason. They was just never going to do it because, like, any bird or any black canary that's been in live action has never really had those powers <laughs> for whatever reason. And she's known for those powers. Yeah, like, that's, like, her big thing. So, like, in the... There was, like, a Birds of Prey, like, series back in, like, the early 2000s, which was awful. And she didn't have those powers. She had, like, powers of premonition in it. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, and then in, um, even in Arrow, she didn't have those powers up until, like, they retconned it in 
where like she just was like going out on the streets with like a bow staff and beating people up with a bow staff until she finally started throwing out these little discs that made like a high pitched scream. And then she started wearing them on her neck. And then I think later on she just could do it. But I'm like, why not do it right off the bat? This is her power that everyone knows. She wears a leather jacket, fishnets, and can scream very loud. Why are you just hesitating on this? And when they weren't doing it in the movie, like forever and ever and ever, I was like, is it going to happen? And then you could tell like the buildup was going to lead to it. Yeah. At least I could figure it out. Yeah. And I'm like, thank God. Because if they never did it, I'd be that'd be one knock against the movie. I'm like, I kind of like I like Black Canary as a character. Yeah, I think she's great. Yeah. So maybe I'm just a stand for a Black Canary. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the last thing I wanted to bring up. So there's like a little showdown with, um, Black Mask. He's got like Cassandra Kane. Like he's gonna just cut her open and get the diamond yeah. out of her. Yeah. And Harley Quinn's after him. And they meet down on this pier, and it's one of my, I, this is one part where I laughed out loud, very loud at, and it's like the saying sayonara to Black Mask, you know? It's like, oh, Harley, I got the ring right here, and it's just a pin to a grenade, and then she like bolts, and then Black Mask is like, oh shit, he gets kicked (laughs) off the pier, and then just explodes into a million pieces. Oh, so good. And it's not like a fire explosion, it's like a grenade explosion, and his body parts fly off of it. It's like throwing garbage off the side of a pier, (laughs) kind of like blow up. (laughs) It... It made me a little bit upset that, like, they really killed they him. They fucked and killed they, the shit out yeah, of him. Yeah, not just really killed him. They fucking killed yeah. him. I'm like, <laughs> God, they kill all the best fucking bad guys. Mm. But, like, I, it was a way that he went out and I oh, was just like, perfect. perfect. And I laughed so hard oh, during that explosion. So good. <laughs> It's so good. It was like me, Dave, and like eight other people in this theater, and I am belly laughing because <laughs> I think it's so funny. Oh my god! But yeah, that but that was like one of the other arguments I had too. Is like they can't, it had to be rated R for that, and I oh, love yeah. that moment. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There was no way in fuck they'd be able to do that in a PG thirteen. Right. And it was. Yeah. If if this whole movie was PG thirteen esque, and then. That was just the one moment they had to do to make it R. Uh-huh. Yeah, worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It is definitely well deserved. Um, anything else about this flick? No, uh, not anything more than I've already said. I mean, yeah, it's just it's like I said. I like how I put it before. It just feels like an '80s action movie for women that don't have to feel uncomfortable that there's like a weird scene where women are being like sexually objectified. Right. Like I said, the only thing that gets sexually objectified in this is a breakfast sandwich. Oh my God. And does it. And my God, I'd fuck that breakfast sandwich (laughs) for sure. I would. Um, yeah, I, I went in hesitant about the movie. Like I said before. Yeah. And even like the beginning of the movie was a little bit rocky for me because I think yeah, it's just Harley Quinn is just not my cup yeah, of tea. Yeah, it took me a little bit to get into Harley Quinn because the way they portray her in the beginning, she just struck me as like that annoying chick at like a frat party. Yeah, for the longest time, where I was like, 
I'm supposed to like her. Yeah. And then as as it went on, I, she grew on me more and more. I was like, okay, right. I'm getting into it. But at the beginning, I was like, man, I hope you fucking kill her. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I don't know if maybe it's like she needs to be around. She's better in like a group rather than by herself. Because like if it was a whole movie of her just by herself, I don't think I would have cared for it as much May, but her maybe. interacting with other people and where she could like yeah. share screen time that's when i started to get into it yeah. more i yeah i don't know if it would be that like i i think it was kind of framed that way where you're supposed to not like her in the beginning because as it went on and they showed like how she's trying to take certain steps to be more independent like i was starting to get more into her character uh-huh like trying to take this aspect of of a Harley of Harley Quinn where like even she's kind of dwelling on the idea that it's like man maybe I'm not maybe I'm never supposed to be independent maybe I'm I'm always supposed to be attached to some guy that's going to treat me like shit for the rest of my life yeah and then as she went on like she's finding more and more that it's like no I can I can be independent and I can kick ass by myself and like seeing that grow where it's like she's Realizing that without, like, sacrificing what makes her her. Yeah. Also like the fact, too, that, like, she is a psychologist, or a psychiatrist, psychologist. Yeah. Like, and... they bring that up quite a bit in this, where I was like, man, I would I would love more scenes where it's, like, she's, like, breaking people down psychologically. Yeah. And I don't think I've seen any other Harley Quinn thing where, I mean, they probably do in the books. I don't read the Harley Quinn books. Where, like, she actually uses her old profession yeah. as a gain. You know? Yeah. She's yep. not just, like, a weirdo that, yeah. like, jan- dances around in a clown outfit. Yeah. I know. I love that shit where, like, people kind of, like, fucking brush her aside. It's like, well, I went to college. Yeah. I have a PhD. <laughs> I have a PhD. I'm a fucking doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love just, like, her throwing in shit like that where she just looks like a total train wreck. She's like, I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was a plus for me. So, um, I, I guess what would you what would you want to grade this movie, man? Well, like you said before, like this content took me by surprise. Like I went into it hearing decent reviews for it, but then I thought I wasn't gonna think much of it. And as it went on, like I don't know, like this is up there as like one of my favorite DC movies that that's come out lately. Uh-huh. Just based on the fact that like Black Mask is probably like the most interesting villain DC's ever come up with. Yeah. <laughs> And like the fact that they they took like a group of a group of women that like in every sense I was kind of into like they maybe weren't so interesting throughout the movie but like at the end like they all came together and I was rooting for all of them and yeah like even Harley Quinn like the way that they show her going from like being the Joker's girlfriend to being like this independent like badass at the end. Or not even at the end, like just the fight scene she's having where she's just fucking kicking the shit out of dudes yeah. was like shit, hell yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna give this like a B plus. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna give it around the same score. Like, um, I definitely was trying to like restrain a little bit because like as we were getting talking about, it, I was getting excited about things I really liked, but there were things too that I'm just like, eh. I, I don't I remember not liking this and having gripes about it and maybe on a second watch I wouldn't care as much but uh I'm not far off from your score I'm gonna give it like a solid B yeah 
but it's definitely like rewatchable for yeah. sure. Of all like the DC movies, I would probably want to go back and watch this more often than any of them. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Like Wonder Woman, I'd still do a rewatch because I re- I like that, and Shazam yeah. is fun. Yeah, but like Aquaman, I feel like would be a slog to go back and rewatch. Yeah, yep. it feels just li- thinking about it feels like three yeah. hours long. <laughs> yeah, but like no this shit. is like a fun little romp. Yeah, and yeah, this movie definitely strike. This is like the definition of fun. Like mm-hmm. they, I, I like I feel like a whole lot of people that went into this went into it being like, I just want to have fun. Like, yeah. Ewan McGregor looks like he's having the fucking time of his life <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in this movie. For sure. And, like, I think a lot of people kind of come off like that. So it's like, it's almost kind of, uh like, rubs off on you where you're like, you're almost having just as much fun as they are. Yeah. And that's good. Who would have thought that you could make kind of like, a bleak movie and still have fun with it. Right. In the same universe as Batman V Superman, where everything is so fucking dire. Right. You're making this movie dark and fucking unapproachable. Yeah. God. Now you're making this movie where it's like a fucking, they have like a fucking death scene for a breakfast sandwich. (laughs) It's like, no, so good. Sandwich, so good. That's set. That fucking sandwich. That's like third build. <laughs> in this movie, the breakfast sandwich. What? Uh, what else have you been into this uh, last week? Well, I saw uh, Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah, and uh, it was fun. Okay, I think if you like the first Zombieland, you'll like this. Okay, and there's there's moments in it that. that I was a big fan of. Okay. They have like an ongoing gag throughout where like, uh, they're, they have to, they're forced to go on a road trip to like find somebody, but the only car they can find that they can use is an Astro van. Yeah. So there's an ongoing gag throughout the whole thing where fucking Woody Harrelson is hell bent on finding another vehicle. that's not an Astro van. Uh-huh. Every time they do, it ends up getting fucked up somehow. So I have to go back to the Astro van <laughs> to like a point when they finally stop somewhere. He just throws a grenade and is like, Oh no. And it blows up. <laughs> where it's like, we have like no other means of, of, of travel where it's like, well, sorry, it's fucked up now. So you can't use it. Oh, but it's just good. like, it's like shit like that. So, I mean, it, it's fun. I, I, Definitely, if you like the first one, I would say watch the second one. Okay. And uh, we, me and Molly started that uh, show on HBO, McMillions, about the Monopoly game. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty fun. There's like, there's, I would watch it just for this fucking FBI detective they have on there, who is the most insane person I've ever <laughs> seen interviewed for a documentary. What? So there's this okay, there's this FBI agent that was part of of the Monopoly McDonald's investigation, uh-huh. and he's like, he's like kind of like this like guy that sees himself as like a celebrity himself, where like he tells stories about like how he would go into uh, board meetings like dress up in an all gold suit, and like. Uh. Like, God. this guy is insane. <laughs> like, even in his interview, like, he gets, he has, like, ADD. Like, he starts, like, talking about random other shit that wasn't the case. Where it's like, stay on fucking course, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, he will not, even, like, when they interview other people, it's like, oh, that guy? Yeah, he's, he's out there. <laughs> and, like, every time they interview him, like, he's, like, trying to, like, 
get the documentary people to crack. Like, he'll start telling jokes in the middle of a story uh-huh. involving the documentary. Like, he constantly, like, stops talking about what they're trying to talk about to just start to either, like, tell a joke or tell something else he did in his career <laughs> to, like, get, get one in on the fucking documentary crew where it's like, holy shit, this guy's insane. Ugh. I kind of wanted to see it for that guy. <laughs> He's fucking nuts. Okay. I love it, but it's it's all even by that by itself. It's still an interesting story so far. I've only we've only watched the first episode of it, but it's still pretty interesting. It even just that alone is like I can't wait to watch the next one. Good. So yeah, okay. check out McMillions. It's okay. on HBO, and uh, I randomly watched the movie What About Bob that uh-huh. Bill Murray. Uh, Fuck, what's his name? Richard Dreyfus uh-huh. movie the other day. The movie has the fucking craziest fucking ending. <laughs> I don't know much about it at all. I know it, it exists. It, it's about like Richard Dreyfus plays like a psychiatrist who gets approached by like this hypochondriac Bob played by Bill Murray like the day before he goes on vacation and like he makes himself come off as such a good psychologist that Bill Murray follows him to his vacation and just tortures him the whole time he's on vacation. So it's like your typical, like early, like late eighties, early nineties, like setup. Uh-huh. But the ending to it is so fucking crazy that it, I don't know. I almost don't want to tell you just in case we do it for something else, but it's like one of those where it's like, it's one of those where it's like it makes sense because it's the '90s where no one really gave a shit uh-huh. about the ending, but it like involves like Richard Dreyfus trying to murder Bill Murray in like the worst <laughs> way possible. <laughs> okay, and it's like Jesus Christ. I was gonna ask like what level of crazy is like everyone's also werewolves at the end or something. No, like that. it's like he, like Richard Dreyfus, someone you're rooting for the entire movie, turns into a sociopath that tries to blow up Bill Murray with dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> that he buys at a bait shop. <laughs> Great. Cool. <laughs> so. <What the> <laughs> and like, I'm fuck it. I'm just going to say. So like he tries to blow, he buys, he, no, he steals dynamite from a bait shop mm-hmm. and then ties up Bill Murray in the woods, t- like, attached to a bunch of dynamite. And then t- like pretty much talks about like, He's almost like talking out his alibi to his family about what he's going to say that the fact that fucking uh, Bob has been brutally blown up in the woods. Uh-huh. Where he's like, well, he was suicidal. Of course he blew up. Ah! Like he's like going oh nuts. God. Like, holy shit. And then he finally like Bill Murray while he's laying in the woods. Like, oh my, this is a test. He's testing me. So he gets out of his knots or whatever, then goes back to their house. And he's like, I made it. And I'm like, wait a minute. You were attached to dynamite. Where's a dynamite? And it's in his house, and his house blows up, <laughs> and it makes fucking Richard Dreyfus go into a vegetative state where he goes into a mental hospital. All the time while he's there, Bill Murray marries his sister. <laughs> and then while during the wedding, they say, if anyone objects, please speak now. And then Richard Dreyfus knocks out of his vegetative state and yells, no! And then everyone, like, cheers and, like, hugs him. And that's the end of the movie. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> All right. What about Bob? What, dude? It's fucking nuts. 
I literally laid in bed like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> this is a man that tried to brutally murder him. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know about this. I don't know about this. And it's made by Frank Oz. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the guy that did Indian in the Cupboard. <laughs> you mean, wasn't he also like Yoda? Yeah, he was Yoda. <laughs> and uh, and the last thing I saw was me and Molly saw Parasite. Oh, yeah? The winner for Best Picture from the Oscars. And Best Foreign Film. And Best Foreign Film, both. Yeah. And, yeah, it's the best movie of last year. Yeah, I... It's so fucking good. God damn it. I want to see it real bad. Holy shit. Like, it... Like, I even, like, talked to Dave on Twitter about this, where it's like, it took what us and Joker tried to say in terms of, like, class disparity and did it in a way where it was, like, flawless. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. Like... The first half, you're pretty much watching, like, this poor family just play this rich family that's done nothing wrong. Like, fools. Like, they're, like, using them to a T. Like, really, like, almost fucking up the entire infrastructure of their life just so that they can, like, get in with them and, like, steal their money. Even down to where, like, when they go on vacation, they just ransack their mansion and just start, like, stealing all their shit where it's like, man, fuck this family. (laughs) And then, like, the second half, like, their house gets flooded, and then it just completely takes a 180, hmm. where, like, the rich people's, like, talking about, like, oh, this weather, huh? Like, to, like, this family that, like, that just lost everything, where you're, like, man, like, you're literally, like, turned a complete 180, where it's, like, you shit all over this poor family and, like, feel bad for this rich family, to where it's, like, you fucking hate this rich family and feel bad for this poor family. Cool. And it's so fucking well done. All right. I'll have to see it sooner. I got a lot to watch, but I, uh, yeah, this pa- one's going to be up. Dude, yeah. Parasite's up. totally worth it. All right. Um, anything else? That That's it. Um, I have been chugging along very slowly on Lock and Key. Oh, yeah. Well, that's our review for next week. Yep. Um, so far... I like it so far. Yeah, like I'm only and, one and, and a half episodes <laughs> in. Like me and Molly are like four episodes in right now. Um, but I'm in. I'm into it. Um, I've also been diving back into Red Dead again, as you couldn't <laughs> oh, tell. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've been getting. I've been getting those fishing videos. <laughs> uh, and so I'm trying to go back and like a hundred percent it, and I'm close. I'm ninety percent done with the game. Like oh, shit. I'm 100% done with the story. I have been, but like 90% done with everything else. Yeah. So I'm just going back and cleaning that up. Um, and that's been fun if I can get to it. Uh, and I'm also because Bloodshot is coming out next month. Yeah. I'm going to go and start reading some like Bloodshot stuff oh, just in prep for the movie. Just for funsies. You're like super into this Bloodshot. I don't, yeah, I don't know why. Like, <laughs> At first, when I heard about him, like, yeah, it might be bad. I don't know. And then, for whatever reason, I just, like, took me by. Maybe it's all, like, the Fast and Furious we've also been watching. Maybe, yeah, Vin Diesel. Like, Vin Diesel kicking some ass. Yeah. Well, I got on the docket, so we can talk about it. Good deal. And then I'm also uh, going to be starting this book called Black Science, which uh, is, like, a sci-fi space and time. And it's got, as Dave puts it huge stakes and also no stakes at the same time. So I'm like, I can't 
wait because uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing that pretty soon for Imperius Rex, and we're going to be reading the whole thing. So it's like nine books long. Oh fuck! But uh, so I got to get 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 cracking on that. So that's uh, that's what I've been uh, into and will be getting into sooner <laughs> than later. <laughs> Uh, so if people want to get into talking Suicide Squad to Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, colon, Emancipation of Harley Quinn, Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious. Tokyo Drift 2. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Where can they do that? Hey, they can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and Bucky for everyone on Snapchat Troy. You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find both me and JT at review review pod on twitter while there vote for the finals of the food fight finals <laughs> hot dogs versus pizza that's right the happening versus teenage mutant ninja turtles that's right so vote on those to see who will win the tournament number eight right yep, number yep. eight and then we'll start number nine next week next week uh all of our episodes are uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com and also a slew of other podcasting hosting thingy bobs. Yeah. Uh, such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. Yes. Um, if you do happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review us there. You can do it right on your phone. And if you like the show, that helps other people find the show. If you want to write in, such as people do so from time to time, ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. There you have it. There you go. There's all the places you can find us. Yeah, all of them. Uh, next week, Lock and Key. Next week, Lock and Key. For Monday, do another flashback. Okay. Where we're going to revisit another story where uh, women are being hunted on the run. We're going to revisit our review of... Thelma and Louise. Oh my goodness, Thelma and Louise. That's right. Very good. Very good. So tune in for that on Monday. Get our thoughts on Thelma and Louise. Then on Thursday, lock and key. Very good. I'll have it watched by then. I got actually nothing going on this weekend, which makes me happy. I know. I also don't have anything going on this weekend. <sighs> so, and... My significant other is going to be out and about doing stuff. <laughs> without you. Without me. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, <laughs> just saying. All right. It's in the ether now. It's in the you ether. You said it. Very good. So, join us for Thelma and Louise Monday. Join us for Lock and Key Thursday. Watch it all up on that Netflix. Watch it all up. Uh, how many episodes is that? Ten. Ah, I was hoping it would be eight. Oh, well. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Iceman's in it. I know he is. <laughs> I pinpoint him right fucking away. That's fucking you Iceman. You can't fool me, Bobby Drake. <laughs> I know who you are. Uh, anyway, uh, that, that'll that do it. That'll, that'll do, do it. it. So join us for all that in the near future. But until then, I have been short of the max. Extreme. Hey, I'm JD3K. And we are off, off, off.